Hey, my loves. Alright, so some of y'all know I'm listening to the Cat Williams being interviewed by Mike Tyson. And Mike is high AF. But one of the things that came up, and I hear a lot of men and women say this. They think that having a child is a legacy. It is not. Okay? A legacy is not popping out children. And... I looked it up on my phone, um, but um, let me look it up on the laptop here. So it says, and and they were using uh, Nick Cannon as an example of wanting to leave a legacy. I've also heard young men say, I want a junior because I want to have a legacy. And I've made the argument that... If your name is not worth dirt, then you are not leaving a legacy for your child. You know, having a legacy is not just passing on your DNA. To me, a legacy is Johnson and Johnson. Legacy is Elon Musk. Legacy is Jeff Bezos. Legacy is Barack Obama. Legacy is, you know, Ford. Legacy is, you know, Things that we will always remember and that shaped our culture and contributed to society and has respectability to it. But you thinking that you just birthing a child or is is a legacy is just one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Here's the definition. So let's let's continue to use Nick Cannon. And It kind of made me a little bit angry. So I didn't agree, obviously, with some of the comments that that were said in there. But um, one of the arguments is like, well, you know, Nick Cannon almost saw death. And so, but to me, that doesn't have anything to do with having children. And a lot of you know that both Mariah Carey and uh, Lanisha Cole have come out and said that he does not spend enough time with their children, right? So the holidays are coming up and how does he choose who to be there with for Christmas Eve when they're opening their toys? And, you know, who does he have Christmas dinner with? You know, there's no way he can split himself among the toll. But let's go through the definitions real quick. Obviously can't talk a lot, but um, so the first definition is an amount of money or property left to someone in a will. Well, if you have 12 kids, and I've said this before, and I'm 10 toes down on it, on everything I love, if and when, you know, Nick Cannon passes, guarantee you he does not have a will. Guarantee you those kids are going to have to fight tooth and nail. Hopefully their, you know, parents are a little, you know, law savvy enough to kind of figure out how to get what they need for their child. But if if you're going to leave a will, it's better to have it for one, two, three kids. But 12 kids, 12 kids, they're going to spend so much money on probate, you know, type of a thing. And <clears throat> it it's almost a disservice. It's kind of like I would rather Nick Cannon leave behind a, you know, $5 million estate for one or two kids that they can manage Versus, you know, because even if you look at, uh, let's do the math on this. Let me let me look up how much uh, Nick Cannon is worth. 
So Nick Cannon net worth. And I've said it before, I think he's absolutely selfish, especially given his health condition and him passing on, you know, those ge that genetic material to other children is just, you know, so here it says he's worth 20 million, 20 million. So if he had one, two kids, like, let's say with the kids with um, Mariah Carey, right? 10 million a piece, they can take that and... And do with it what they will. But now you're talking about the, you know, 20 million that you're looking about, maybe what, 1.2 million a piece? <clears throat> Am I doing enough zeros? <laughs> okay, so I got that. I got that divided by. Uh, 12. So it's, it's, yeah, like 1.6 million. Right? So I'm not obviously a fan of that whole breakdown. It's like he's diluting the legacy, if you will. Um, let me go back to the definition. And then I gotta drink some water. So then it says a long lasting impact of particular events, actions that take place in the past of a person's life. And so the example they use it in a sentence, it says, he left us a rich legacy of buildings that are both innovative architect architectural creations and genuine works of art. So you, it's not just you know, nine months later, boom, now you have a legacy. No, can that child, you know, walk into a bank and say, I am the son of so-and-so and have at least some kind of like street cred or some type of, you know, something that he can be known for, you know? Um, but yeah, you being 25 with, with no, um, contribution to the world does not make that child a legacy. Um, another one here. <clears throat> um, it says, what is the true meaning of legacy? A gift will, especially of money or other personal property. So it says here, she left a legacy of a million dollars. It's not here talking about a uh, person. It says here, something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. Um, here it is. It says, what does it mean to leave a legacy? It says, leaving a legacy um, means giving something that will be valued and treasured by those who survive after your death. It requires thought to ensure that any items that have meaning to you will also have meaning to those who you designate to inherit them. So there has to be meaning to you. And there has to be meaning to those that designate you. Just having a name is nothing. Right? This one says, what is your legacy in life? A legacy captures your life and the lessons learned along the way. Or it celebrates things that are most important to you. Such as a cause or an interest. You know, um, what, are, what, are, what are your causes on changing the world? What problems did you tackle, 
right? What interest did you promote? It says, having a lasting legacy means that you share these deeper meanings with friends, family, and posterity. And so it's not that you're not sharing it with family. It's the fact that you don't have anything to share with family, right? It's kind of like you're missing the connecting piece. Here it says, what is an example of a person's legacy? So this is according to, this is uh, an excerpt excerpt from Huff, HuffPost. And it says, Webster's Dictionary, okay, defines legacy as something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. Some common examples of legacy are, okay, so they're citing the, the, um, the quote that we read earlier there it says uh she left us a, a legacy of a million dollars he left his children a legacy of love and respect now i think that's pushing it this this article they're citing was from 2011 um here we go so it says a legacy may be of one's faith ethics and core values A legacy may be monetary or your assets. A legacy comes from character, reputation, the life you lead. Setting an example for others um, to guide their futures. Legacies often tremendously impact courage and leave. And here's, here's, I'm going to close out with this, right? Leaves pathways for future generations. If you're not creating a pathway for your junior or your, you know, chiquita, your little girl, your mija to be able to go through those pathways, then that's not a legacy. I, you know, I, I really, it grinds my ears, my my gears when people are like, oh, I, w- I want to have a legacy, so I'm just going to pop out a child. My name ain't worth ish. I haven't contributed anything to society. It's not anything, you know, my, you know, that that's going to carve a pathway for my child. But yeah, 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 I have a legacy. <laughs> you know. Um, <clears throat> it says here, what is the root word for legacy? Legacy comes from the Latin word legar. To appoint by a last will, send as an ambassador. And again, it's so funny. They keep saying uh, to appoint by a last will. A lot of these people claiming this that and the third about they have a legacy i on everything i love 99.9 percent of them don't even have a will they don't even have money set aside for their burial talking about oh i have a legacy don't have a life don't have a will don't have life insurance right interesting that it's here to a point by a will these these kids out here talking about oh i want to have a child i want to have a junior i want to have a legacy don't even have anything for their child or a will for their child it says, um, to point by a last will, send as an ambassador. So even I love this this uh, here too, because if somebody is an ambassador, that means that they're walking in your name. They're walking in your representation. They're walking in your character. They're walking in everything that you have built to represent you. And a lot of these people talking about they want a legacy, don't even have anything to to back them up. It's like, who is you? <laughs> I never heard of whoever it is you're talking about. So it says, originally the term meant ambassador or envoy, but soon shifted to mean the money and um, property a person leaves behind in his or her will. Um, 
Same thing too. And I'm really wanting to come down really hard on this too. So it says, what should be included in a legacy? Legacies include gifts of money and property. And just as important, the stories of our lives and values we try to live by, the lessons we learned and what we started and hope others will continue. So I've talked about this too. I'll never forget, you know, um, this guy uh, obviously got married to this woman um, and the son killed the wife and the husband and there was a daughter left behind. And a lot of you say like, oh, my legacy, my legacy. They didn't have no burial insurance stuff. And then they lost the house. Didn't even leave her property. Right. Left her with no money, no property. Talking about, you know, legacy. I'm the legacy. No, you're not. Legacies often include gifts of money and property. These people out here talking about, oh, I want a legacy. Aren't they? They're not leaving behind a duplex or a four unit for their son or daughter. Right? They're just so. Here it says, according to legacy and definition and meaning, Merriam-Webster, in its basic meaning, a legacy is a gift of money or other person's property that's granted by the terms of a will. Right? So I'm not here for play play. Well, next time somebody asks, says that they want to have a child, it's like, oh, do you have, plan to have a will for them? Do you plan to have life insurance for that child? Do you have, are you going to plan to have burial insurance? Uh, burial insurance? And are you going to leave them behind a property? What, what property are you leaving behind for your, for your son or daughter? <clears throat> it says here, um, from merriamwebster.com. A gift by will, especially of money and other personal property, something transmitted by or, or received from an ancestor. We've done that one before. It says a candidate for a membership in an organization um, who is given special status because of familial relationship to a member. So if you are, if your child is not going to be given special status because of their familial relationship to you, then I'm sorry, my friend, you are not leaving behind an, uh, a legacy. Um, and you know what? I, I wanted to... Um, there was something I saw in the definition that I wanted to... Here it says... Um, well, when I clicked on it, they've changed the... It said, um, other personal property that's granted by terms of a, a will... Often a substantial gift, but I, I guess that part is not in the description. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm just maybe taking, I'm, I am standing 10 toes down on this. Let me see. Let me just see. Some of the synonyms for legacy are bequest, inheritance, right? Again, if you're not going to leave an inheritance for your child, for your son or your daughter or your children, I don't want to hear you out here talking about, I want to have a legacy. No. Heritage, benefaction. Let me see what the word benefaction means. Um, Beneficiaries of a donation or gift. Um, endowment, right? A lot of us who've gone to college or university are familiar with endowment scholarships. 
action of endowing, funding, financing, subsidizing something or someone. If you're not funding, financing, or subsidizing your children and creating pathways, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear you out here in these streets talking about you. I got a leg. Nope. Heirloom, right? A lot of us ladies are familiar with the term heirloom. That means you're leaving something behind for your son or your daughter. Okay? Birthright, provision, right? Again, if you're not providing something for your son or your daughter after you leave, if you're leaving them in squalor, if you're leaving them with zero, if you're not creating them a pathway where they can carry your name and be an ambassador, I don't want to hear it, okay? Um, Closing out with this, and then I'm done, done. So it says synonyms for legacy are estate, okay? Estate, that means property, a four unit, a duplex, a, a single family residence home, a gift, okay? Not not leaving your children with GoFundMes trying to figure out how to, to bury you and then not even being able to at least own the house that they grew up in, okay? Um, endowment, heirloom, I think there were like nine terms. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I'm going to go. I'm going to finish listening to this uh, interview. But yeah, I don't like that term of saying, you know, oh, Nick Cannon has 12 legacies. No, he does not. And when you start to look about what he's leaving behind, the the little one, I think the one that has my heart out of all of his kids is the one he had with, um, I think is it Lanisha Cole? Um I was following her on Instagram. I didn't know that she was the one that had his last daughter. So, but I, I, I like her personality. I think she's very pretty. And, um, and I'm not on Instagram very much. I probably go on there like maybe four or five times a year, you know, if something kind of pops up. But so with that, I am going to admit I do, I am going to have an affinity for her daughter, Onyx. And so y'all already know, I love the kids. So that's who I'm going to be wearing my cape for, especially moving forward about this whole legacy thing. What was, you know, Onyx is going to be out here fighting for probate if and when he passes. Onyx now has to worry about whether she has lupus and all the other conditions that her dad had, you know, genetic, um, deteriorated genetics that her dad has, and that can start to manifest, you know, in, in childhood. And, you know, God forbid she's out here like my niece trying to play basketball or soccer or tennis or volleyball and having to deal with that, with that murky DNA and genetics. And, then it's like if he's not even going to be around to go to the parent-teacher conferences, the kids are going to be making fun of her at school. She'll probably get to spend Christmas with them once every 12 years. You know what I'm saying? And he's definitely not modeling. You know, I I don't know because some, some guys are kind of sick like that. But <clears throat> he's not modeling, you know, the type of behavior I think that he'd want his daughter to go through in terms of her her companion having children with multiple women and not being there for any of them and 
I don't remember who it was I was watching, but they made a good point. Um, out of all of the um, women that he's fathered children with, <clears throat> um, only Mariah Carey and uh, Lanisha Cole, right? Let me just type something in here. I want to make sure I'm getting her name right. <laughs> Since I, uh, yeah, Lanisha Cole are the only ones who are financially independent in the whole thing. And so, but coincidentally, as this person mentioned, those are the two women that are making a fuss about him not spending time with their with their um children, right? So you better trust and believe Mariah Carey is is has these children in designer, um, hairstylist, comfort, nannies, chef, whatever they want. Lanisha Cole is doing good for herself, has a roof over her daughter's head, you know, and food on the table. But the 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 presence of the father matters. It's important. And um I know there's been a lot of conversations about, well, we don't we shouldn't be bashing our young women for um being single mothers. I agree. I, I don't bashing is not gonna do anything. <laughs> Right. I think the what's critical is you need to understand the consequences of what happens. And then when it happens, you just got to you just got to hold the out. Right. But <clears throat> and just push through it. But um, we there have been lots of conversations about, well, what happens when um, the mother is financially stable but now the now the bigger issue the bigger picture is the father is not in the home right um <laughs> and and you know it, that's not what I would have wanted for her cuz like I said I was following her before I found out that she is one of the baby moms and um I don't know. I I could be a little petty too. Like to me, and I've heard other people say this too. If you're gonna have a child, like make sure they have the best genetics. You know that they're healthy, they're strong. Um, I I remember I was looking at a um YouTuber and she was talking about how, and I've said this before, right? But again, kind of like to think that I'm recalling some of the things I learned in private school and in college and whatnot. But um. Men really do bash women about hitting the wall and their eggs, but men's um, sperm do deteriorate in quality too, and that manifests in um, illness for children. And this man already got the lupus in this in the stuff, and I don't think he's attractive either. So I don't know what her um, game plan was, and I just hate to see her having to now because because I mean if you have um. What is how many baby moms does he have? I don't know. I, I know he has 12 kids, but I know some of them have multiples. But it's like, why would you sign up to be baby mama number mamba number five? Like, I don't understand the the rationale behind that. And I think she's dating an Asian guy. It's like, I wish she had just kind of gone through with that. Versus with the um, Nick Cannon. Oh, one more thing I wanted to talk about, too, was. The coincidence about how Mariah and Lanisha are both the ones that are saying stuff about the importance of him being in the home. And um, 
But they're able to say what they need to because they are financially stable and financially independent. The reason the other women are not complaining and as vocal is because this is their way of living. This is their means of income. So they can't afford to really stand up for their child and say, you need to be in the home. You need to, you know, show up for them. They have soccer and football and uh, parents teacher conference and homework to be taken care of and, and taking care of putting them in the home. Um, <clears throat> being in the home, you know, tuck them in, read them their bedtime stories, show them how to ride a bike. Um, they're not doing that because to them, those children are bags, right? And they're not wanting to fumble the bag. But I don't even think they understand the bigger picture of play because I guarantee you, I must be sitting here sipping my tea when those children go into, um, when he passes, those children are going to have to fight and probate. Um, was there something else I wanted to say here too? Oh, I wanted to contrast the two because, um, in the interview, a lot of you know that I'm, I'm, I'm almost done listening to the interview with Cat Williams. He's being interviewed by, um, by, uh, Tyson, Mike Tyson. I'm looking for it now. Because I have so many tabs open. Um, and I don't necessarily agree with all the things that, you know, Kat said. I get it. A little bit of his bro code, a little bit is identif- with him being male identified. That's perfectly fine. I'm woman identified. I'm looking at it from the other side of things. But Tyson said that he, ha- I don't know how many kids, um, children Tyson has, but I know that um, Cat Williams has adopted a lot of uh, children but one of the differences between him and Kat and and this is the nuance of it is Nick Cannon his kids he's not in the home with the kids right and it's multiple women and he's an absent father those are broken homes those children are going to have to fight the same regular um, stigmas that other children of Pookie and Reyes have Right. So what's the point of money at that point? But with Kat, it's one father, right? It's one father taking in children that have been abandoned, but he's in the home with them. That's one thing that comes out. He takes pride. He One of his um, stand-ups, he was talking about how he enjoys feeding his daughter, right? And he enjoys playing with his son, Malik, when he was talking about you know, meeting with the teacher and finding out that he was diagnosed with, I believe it was ADHD, right? And being very hands-on and involved and present with each of his children. And now he has four grandkids. I'm like, oh my gosh, he'd make amazing um, grandfather, right? And um, I do like his perspective too. I'm talking about Kat in terms of... um, um they asked him about his thoughts on women's rights. And I think that he, he was like, how did we get to a point where, you know, the women are the, are birthing the children. And he's like, I'm not going to try to ever tell a woman what to do with her body. But it's like, how did we get to a point where we override the, um, 
women who are birthing us and tell them that they have no control over their bodies. And so that's, those are things that I appreciate about how he analyzes. He's a Virgo son and it made sense. I just found out like last year, but it makes sense why I think I gravitate towards him because he analyzes life um, through the same lens or similar lens that I do. Um, but he, he's able to do it in a way that's comedic, that's makes you laugh, but makes you think at the same time. And he likes to dive in and get past below the surface. But that's, that's how I look at it, you know, because I think that he's identifying, Kat is identifying with, with Nick in the sense of having lots of kids, but the, the, the conditions are different. The outcomes are different, right? Mike Tyson was trying to put his input. What I'm telling y'all, he was high as a kite. And um, it was kind of weird for me to watch too, because uh, he already kind of talks a little bit mushed mouth type of a thing. But I'm trying to look for the video right now while I'm talking. But um, he just started eating like nonstop. He was just the whole time eating stuff. Um, and interestingly enough, he got he kept talking about his wife. <laughs> Um, I don't know how much of an age difference there is with his wife, but his, his latest wife was, uh, is a physician. She's attractive. Um, and, and that's just, that was kind of weird to, you know, listen to also, but I couldn't help but think about, um, Robin Givens. So I just stayed out of the comments and didn't say anything, but, Sometimes I was just kind of wanting to go in and, you know, it, it wouldn't have been appropriate anyways. I'm just a person, you know, at home in my bed fighting a cold. Otherwise, I would have been out and about right now. But that that that's interesting. I don't know how to really react to all of that. Y'all, I have so many tabs open. I'm trying to find <laughs> the video with the uh that here it is and i already closed out like 12 so yeah i don't know if you guys want to go listen to the video um i wouldn't say there's if i'm gonna be 100 percent honest um i wouldn't say that there's so much in there in the hour interview that you're gonna extract a lot of gems i think i shared one with you that mike tyson said that was towards the beginning of the interview, and then it literally just went all downhill from that. It's Cat Williams having a conversation by himself <laughs> while Mike Tyson is eating. Um, and then I don't know who the other guy is there. It says he's co-host DJ Woo Kid. Now, this looked like a whole grown man, but I guess he's going by Kid. Oh, I don't know. I've never seen him before. I don't know who he is. Oh man, the comments are funny. I I will probably talk a little bit more about my thoughts on the whole Mike Tyson thing and his relationship with his wife and kids um on another podcast, but um I'm doing pretty good considering I'm getting over a cold. I haven't eaten anything. But I'm taking my, 
Um, I've just been like drinking down my my alkaline water with the vitamin C in there. Um, I'm not going over two thousand milligrams for for today. Um, but I the way I'm recovering, I sh- really should be back and out. Um, tomorrow, like I'm amazed. Um, because the cold, this is the difference between the cold and the flu, and I'm have I I can tell the symptoms are are like the more toxic type and uh I'm still knocking it out um usually if I you know feel like something like a little small cold is coming on like I said it'll be gone within a couple hours um just drink alkaline water my vitamin c if I haven't already taken I take a little bit more um and a little bit of charcoal and I'm good to go but this one took me out basically for uh last night and and the rest of today so all right, y'all, let me finish listening to this interview. But yeah, it, they, they did bring up the legacy. And I think part of the reason it came up was because um, uh, Nick Cannon is a comedian. And they, you know, used to work together or still work together. I don't know all too much on Wild and Out. So those are my thoughts. That's what I'm going to title it in the description. Something a little petty. <laughs> um about people who think that having children means that they're that they're having a legacy no boo look up the definition if you don't have burial insurance a will life insurance property to pass on to your child if you don't have a reputation that they can serve as an ambassador and if you're not creating a pathway meaning that you're clearing the path to make it easy for them to to go through then I don't want to hear it okay that's it and that's all bye anything I wanted to address too um and coincidentally this was coming from a woman and I this lets me know how far and I think especially in the black community we have bought into the bullshit but um I'm trying to gonna try to remember who it was that said this it might come to me as I'm speaking but um they were saying well they oh I know what it was it was on Kendra G and one of the women that went on there was talking about how she did have a daughter and she did um she has children by men who are affluent they are these are men for based on her what she was describing who are leaving behind a legacy they have a good reputation and um they have worked and carved out a career and the children are going to grow up in, in, in a, you know, at least that to stand, fall back on in terms of, you know. But one of the things she said, too, is one of the men that she had a child with, he already had a 19-year-old daughter. And, um, and his thoughts were, I want to leave a legacy. And um, both he and her expressed like a sigh of relief that when she found out she was having a son as if he's going to be the one to pass on a legacy and I think that you know um I was listening to Princella last night that was definitely a treat um us girls a safe place for us women to just talk and and share and listen to her and her perspectives and um she was she did a really good um she showed in a segment of the video how, you know, there's a difference between the men and the women, boys and girls. But 
when she was showing the boys in the, uh, they put like, I don't know, like 10 boys in, um, a house and 10 girls in a house. And they had shown them how to cook before they did that. And they left them in there. They were supposed to stay in there for 10 days. And the 10 boys, they had to send them home five days early because they completely trashed the house and all they were eating was sugar and a lot of behavioral issues came up and they actually broke up into two gangs where they were fighting each other. And then the the girls, um, they completed their 10 days, if I remember correctly, but they cooked meals for each other. They split up the short, the chores they um did each other's hair. They had creative endeavors like with artwork and um that type of thing. And and they did have a little bit of, of issues, but they were kind of supportive of each other and, and rekindled great relationships and that type of thing. But exploring how we got to the point where we, you know, threw away our daughters, how we um discarded our daughters, and it's that same uh ideology that both men and women have towards our daughters, which is, you know, only a quote unquote legacy can go through my son. And it's like, no, and I've talked about this a little bit too, of how to come to the realization. I'm the only girl in, of my, um, of my siblings. And I had to work through what it meant in terms of passing on the legacy from my dad. I'm very proud of my dad and the things that he's done. And and my mom, too. Um, they are forces to be reckoned with. Uh, and they are establishing, you know, I think what they... Um, in terms of like with scholarships and donations and the things that they're involved in. And so I look forward to perpetrating that, right? To passing, making sure that when we have continue to have those donations and scholarships, that their legacy of, of um, they really value education um, goes through. And I, I value education myself too, although it can be a little bit more creative in terms of educating yourself in stocks, investing, real estate, um, IT, AI, that type of stuff, esoteric things, but, um, still passing on their names, right? Still, um, being an ambassador, you know, for the pathway of the things that they have, have done in their lives. Right. And it was kind of sad because, um, it was kind of like a Freudian slip type of a thing. It was definitely from the subconscious, but she was like, yeah, my son, his son is going to pass on the legacy, but they have a 19 year old daughter. You know, he has a 19 year old daughter and she is just as much as an, an ambassador of the legacy, you know, um, of who, you know, that father was. And so just wanted to share that too. That also grinds my gears. (laughs) All right, y'all until the next one. Bye.